hit that record button. Okay. Mr. Mo. I just hit record. I am ready to rock and roll. Yes, I also am ready to rock. Oh, and another roll. voice. And who am I speaking with today? <laughs> this is Timmy, you guys. This is why they don't let me on the air because I sound like this. <laughs> God damn it, Timmy! Go back to your fucking cave. Jesus, I, I, I told him not to open up the cage. A bit like Smeagol. Yeah, he has, he is uh, he has not gotten to see the light of day since uh, he's been working for us, you guys. Uh, I basically have him, you know, doing things from editing to studio cleanup to uh, green room cleanup, as I've said uh, during the sweaty summer months. So you know, it is what it is, you guys. I'm sorry. Uh, it's kind of weird that he actually sounded totally normal before he worked for us, and now he sounds like that. Though I I, I do feel like maybe. I should give him a day off, though. I would like to add one more thing to his plate, and that would just be some personal hygiene techniques. Yeah, yeah. Timmy, you're starting to smell like shit, dude. You, yeah. Like, we've been talking about it a lot, and, you know, like, you know it's not Simo because he spends quite a lot to make sure he smells nice. And uh, you would oh, know if it was me because my, my sleeveless tea would be really sweaty right now, and it's not for once. So it's totally coming from you. And it smells like shit. My so butthole smells like it. fresh meadows. That's that's the um the fragrant douches I use for my booty hole. Yeah. Meanwhile, Timmy, you just smell like straight butthole. It's not yeah. fresh meadows. So we'll, mm-hmm. we'll talk after the hour. Anyways. All right. We're going to do this in uh, three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris And what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's the Project Podcast. How's it going, Mr. Moe? Yo, what's up, man? What, what, are, you, what are you up to? How, how's, um, how's Stella, your oh, baby? Stella. Stella has been taking my heart and my dreams. And sometimes, I'm not going to lie, she can be a little shit, but she's just so cute that she pretty much just runs my life now. That's why like, I, know like I, I should never have a daughter. Kid commercials? Pretty much, dude. Like, she'll yeah. literally be, like, chomping at my foot, like, trying to eat me alive. And then in the next second, she's, like, snuggled up, like, I love you, Papa. It's like, ah, God, I'm missing three toes, but I love you, too. I love you, too. She's so great. So Sometimes good to have I a puppy, snuggle up with my dad, and I say, I love you, Papa. Yeah, I do that to your dad, too. He's like, get the fuck out of my house. How did you get in here? It's very um, weird. Can, your, can, can your baby do any tricks yet? Uh, yes. Uh, she can lick peanut butter out of my asshole. It's uh, something that I've, I've spent quite a few tries uh, getting her to do without biting it. Yeah, so. listeners, I couldn't <laughs> quite get it down packed, so we had to pass a torch for, to Stella. <laughs> you know, she, she's, she's teething, you guys, so it makes this very dangerous and difficult at the same time. And, uh, I mean, we, we got potty training down pretty damn good, which is honestly the big one. And she's not a big barker. We got crate training pretty damn pretty good. She's actually starting to like her crate, which I, which is pretty damn awesome. But we're not going to be like, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to make her like one of those carnival dogs. Like, 
Sit, yeah. As long as she stays and listens and snuggles and loves me, that's kind of like all I really want. You know, I'm, that's I'm, all I'm, any of us really want. Yeah, yeah. It's like it would be so embarrassing for me if like my dad was like, "Sit, hand, <laughs> do a backflip, go get me a beer." Oh wait, he does do that stuff. I'm sorry. Uh, shit. Yeah, and my life turned out awfully, guys. So I'm not gonna do that to my dog. So. <laughs> by by the way, in the background, if you hear a lot of motorcycles, I feel like everyone in my building drives a motorcycle, which means that everyone in my building has a little wiener. And uh, if you hear that in the background, I don't want you to think it's my stomach or an overactive sphincter. It's literally just motorcycle galore behind it. Just a chain gang going on behind you. Just you know? Uh, so I like how you said that everybody in your building has a small penis. Is that like a building I mean, requirement? Why else? You have to put that in the form? <laughs> why else would you get a motorcycle? <laughs> Sorry, what are you that, overcompensating that they, for? Is, is that what they welcome you with open arms into the building? Like, oh my God, you're one of us. You don't, you don't even need the bike, sir. You don't even need the bike. We've seen those modeling pictures. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, not gonna lie. <laughs> 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 it's been very cold during all of those modeling shoots. <laughs> it was a really hot summer day, actually. <laughs> I, you know what? Um, one of my coworkers was like looking through pictures, and I went behind him and I said, "What's that?" And I clicked on one, and it was a naked picture of himself. And I was oh. like, I, "I didn't, I know the six. I was like, "Oh, this is so uncomfortable." Because yeah, <laughs> I'm so at weird. work. What? And I was like, <laughs> I just said, "Oh, chilly." <laughs> <laughs> But I was like, I have to make a joke. I don't know how, like, that was so invasive. Like, I should have oh, never ever done that. God. Forget, but who has a naked picture of themselves on their phone these days? Like, come on. I mean, come I guess if you're a single, on. maybe you would have, like, one on, like, in your Rolodex. You know what's funny? No. I, so, so I'm not sure if the listeners know this, uh, but I've been, you know, single for a little while. So, Boo Boo and I did not make it through the pandemic. No fault to either of us. It's just, it just didn't work out. But he's fantastic um so uh now i'm at the point where the pandemic's you know coming to an end i i I think i hope and um my friends are all trying to set me up with people and they keep sending me pictures of people they think i'm compatible with and it's um offensive to think that i would lower my standards that much for some of these people and uh, I'm like, do you someone, really? Someone actually uh, was trying to get me to set you up with someone that they knew. And I was like, no, dude, no, 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 no. <laughs> do you know how many times people come up to Simo and ask him to fucking be set up? Simo want to be set up. He fucking asked me to set him up. <laughs> it's that simple. I talk to Simo literally 17 times a day, 53 times a week. Like, come on. I'm, I'm pretty sure like he would tell me. So, no. It's so, so funny to me because people are like, <laughs> I'm like, tell me about this guy. And they're like, he has a great personality. I'm like, oh, major Uggs. It's definitely yeah. butt ugly. Yeah. So if um, you start with that, you, if you start with personality, you guys, come on. He's definitely like a six or below. Everybody knows that. I used to have a great personality. So I know. <laughs> so, I'm very aware. I grew up gym. fat, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> until that swim team saved your life and you upped in ranking. So, um, I, I, uh, some people who are like my age, uh, look 10, 15 years older than me. And so then, uh, and, and, and like I, one guy, they sent me a picture and he was wearing like Hollister and like Abercrombie and Fitch stuff. And which is kind of too much in my opinion. Like now he's trying to look too young. You know yeah, I mean? like exactly. Look, and now look 17 now, what are you going for here? Then I look at my wardrobe and I'm like, should I? 
should I rebrand? Do I look like I'm trying too hard? I don't want like these bozos. But my biggest pet peeve is when someone says, uh, and I, I, I probably said this before, but they say, my friend is gay. I want to introduce you to him because you're gay and you guys are clearly compatible. No, <laughs> yeah. not so much. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, yeah. That, that, you imagine, like, I, I think, like, really people should think about it in this terms. Like, imagine, take take the sexuality out of it and just imagine you went up to a friend like, Oh, hey, Tony, I'm, uh, I decided to set you up with, uh, with Ray over there. Because you're both Italian, you know what I mean? So I feel like you two will get along great, you know what I mean? You're the two Italians that I know, and you'll be great together. It's like, what the fuck? I'd slap the linguine out of you. What are you doing? It just doesn't work. Just because two people are gay, does that mean that they're going to be into each other? Like, come on! Also, people people get it that are black people, too. It's like, oh, I, I know just the person for you, and it's their other black friend. Like, come on! I know, people are ridiculous. They don't, they don't realize how offensive they're being but i i have um yeah. every every time everywhere i've worked my hr department has always been led by uh the the most problematic people and currently <laughs> my uh, my my hr manager she she was like um oh wait let me preface this by saying she smokes black and milds she chain smokes oh. them. Like I never really Black knew anyone to. Yeah, I, I've always <laughs> just gutted them and made a blunt out of them. I didn't know you actually yeah, like smoke. Yeah, I haven't smoked it. one of those. Like actually smoked one since I was like 17 or 18, trying to look cool before I smoke weed. And then once I started smoking weed at 18, I never smoked a bite of mine yet. So I was like, what is she doing? Why is she buying all these black and milds and like like neglecting all the young kids who are experimenting with drugs? Like let them have their fun. You know, so anyway, yeah. she um she was like, I want to introduce you to a friend of mine. And I was like, I'm gonna stop you right there. Tell me one thing we have in common except for the fact that we're both homos. And she was like, Ooh, um and I was like, What if I told you that I got a friend that smokes Swisher sweets and that you're gonna be a match made in heaven? And she was like, I don't smoke special sweets. I smoke black and milds. I'm like, they're both excuse ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, excuse me, sir. These were 98 cents. The Swisher <laughs> sweets are 87. Okay. I had class. Okay. So fuck oh off. Oh my gosh. I had to tell her, I was like, can I talk to you for a moment? And she's like, yeah. I was like, so um, we don't say the word retard anymore. <laughs> and she was like, what? I was like, I, I noticed that you say that a lot. And I get it if it's your favorite word to use for whatever reason at home, in private, but in the work environment is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, you can't be the HR manager. She's like, I didn't know what you need to know. It kind of is her job to know. Yeah, yeah, I think everybody knows oh by gosh. now. Oh you don't throw goodness. that out there in a the work setting. Come on. Oh, God. She this was the is, one I that was. This episode's going to be titled. Come on. Oh, I know. She was the one that was such an anti-masker. And now I mean, we had like a summer party and everyone was allowed to remove their mask except for her. Because she, she hasn't gotten her shots yet. Like, wah, look at who has to wah. wear their mask now. <laughs> Stupo. And like now there's all these variants too. Like, really? Come on, lady. Go get vaccinated. <laughs> She's just sneaking into her drink or something. Hey, look, a bear. What? Bah! You know, that's how you do it. Stabby stab. So what what are we talking about today? What's on the agenda? Well, before we get there, make sure you get your tickets, guys, to oh, yes. our return to Broadway Comedy Club because the greatest comedy show of all time is coming in on Friday, August 6th at 7 p.m. And we're coming in hot, you guys. We got 
Simo hosting this biatch. It's headlined by Carmen Lagala, as you've seen her in The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. We got myself, of course. We got Lucy Pohl, whose voice you might have seen in a video game called Overwatch. It's one of the biggest fucking games in the world. Yeah, she's on the show. We got Santi Espinosa, and we got our good friend, of course, Ron Prendamano. So, tickets have literally already started selling, and we're freaking a month in advance. So make sure you get yours now. We're actually, for one special edition, we're in the upstairs room at Broadway Comedy Club. So there's slightly less seating, so make sure you get your tickets before they sell out. Last show, we literally had a sellout, and that was the giant room. So make sure you get those tickets, y'all, and use your promo code FRATCHAT to save yourselves 15%. That's right, 15%. Do it. Hit that code, FRATCHAT. Save yourself some money. Come see us live. The show's been so damn good, and that's why it's selling. So come see it. And that, that room is so much more intimate. I love yeah, it. so intimate. I love that room so much. When, once they remodeled it, it was beautiful. It became such a fun room to do. So, yeah, I'm excited to bring, especially this particular lineup. I think it's going to hit really well in that room. So I'm, I'm going for another sellout, you guys. And the fact that tickets, again, are already selling is a great sign for that. So let's fucking rock. And to and our now- listeners, um, uh, there is a comedy club called Creek in the Cave that closed, unfortunately, during the pandemic. And there's also yes. one... Uh, that was called Dangerfields, and that's closed too. So, so we um, uh, I can't stress enough that it's booking up quickly for two reasons: one, the show's amazing, and two, there's not many other places to go to. So, the sooner you get tickets, the better off you'll be. Yeah, buddy. And honestly, the, I mean, the lineups are fire, and we're gonna kick ass. So, you know, we're uh, just stop beating you over the head with it. Get those tickets at tinycc slash show or the Broadway Comedy Club website. Again, that's tinycc slash show. Alright, now today, Mr. Mo, I'm here to put you on the hot seat. Uh-oh. Put you on the hot seat. How's your, how's your booty feeling? Are you, wearing, are you wearing your butt pads right now? Because you're gonna need them. It's funny you asked that, because remember earlier when I lied to you and told you that everyone had a motorcycle, but I just really have gas? <laughs> <laughs> it's the butt kidding. pads. It's just the butt pads. They're just vibrating right now. That's what you hear. <laughs> I got you so tap, real. Guys. I know. So I hope you're. I hope those things are not made of plastic because I'm gonna put you on the hot seat. They might melt, Mister Mo. Because I've been talking to a mutual friend of ours uh-huh. off air, and uh, I mean, since his voice, he did agree to have his voice aired on the show. I think we can say his first name at least. Uh, his his name is Foti. Oh, uh, Foti. Don't ask me to spell this. Uh, no one can spell it. Yeah, I don't even think he can spell it. I think but it's Greek. Foti M is a very good friend of the show. Uh, we both happened to know him uh, during our college years. And the thing is, he was in between us as far as the fraternity goes. So he met you in your younger years and he met me in my younger years in the fraternity. So uh, we have that in common. And he knows some stories about you that I've Uh-oh. actually never heard before. And here's the thing. He recorded three very particular stories Uh-oh. that he says are his three favorite about you, senor. And I just wanted to know your thoughts on this, on these stories. I want to put you on the hot seat. I want to know, one, if these are true. Two, how much truth there is to it. And three, why? So... Let's rock, Mr. Mo. I hope you're ready to be put on the hot seat. Okay. Let me say hot seat again, because we get paid by the hot seat. Yeah! It's time to put Mr. Mo on the hot seat! Yeah, yo! Yes. Okay. Okay, I'm in the hot seat. 
Whew, I'm in the hot seat. How and you feeling? I am ready. I, How you I'm, feeling in there? You know, well, you, you know, good? gays don't really sweat, so I'm just shimmering. I'm sparkling at the moment, particularly okay, in my well, left pit. If you if you do start feeling a little bit uncomfortable, uh, touch the bottom of the hot seat. There's a little switch there, and the chair will start vibrating. I made sure Timmy added a little little vibration to oh, the stool. Nice. I'll just, just so yell out the word Mulligan. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> That's my favorite <laughs> word. <laughs> It's everybody's safe word. I love it. You know? Okay. So, uh, we got three stories here. And this first particular one is about when Faulty first met you, Mr. Mao. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, he, he says he was a young boy at the time. And uh, very appropriate that that's when he would meet Simo. It uh, really actually uh, goes with a lot of my theories that I've had about Simo over the past few years. Mm-hmm. So, yes, already right in line. So, we're going to play this story back and uh, see, see, see your thoughts on it. Let's hear it. Okay. All right. Stories about Simo. Man, where do I start? So, first off, he's amazing. And uh, love the guy to death. Always had my back in college, no matter what. I mean, it would have totally been my fault in some, like, super drunk states that I've been in. But somehow he was always able to turn it around and make the other person look uh, like it was their fault. So, you know, of course, you got to love the guy for that. Um, I think the first story, uh, one of my favorites, is when I first met him. Uh, Picture this, I was about 16, 17 uh, you know, senior in high school. I think Simo was maybe like freshman, sophomore in college. Uh, I get a call from a buddy of mine. Says, "Hey, we're in New Jersey. Uh, you know, it was summertime." So he said, "Come on down, and uh, you know, meet some of the people you're gonna be chilling with in college." So of course, you know, me being a senior, I was super pumped. So uh, I first head up there. First, one of the first people I meet is Simo. Uh, I met him while he was uh, yelling at a another friend of ours who was eating a watermelon and I mean eating like the crust of the watermelon and uh, you know he was doing his whole Simo spiel to him like you know you're so stupid things like that it's just the stuff you got to love Simo for and uh, of course he threw up everywhere this guy so you know Simo definitely had it right from the get-go anyway so uh, you know me and Simo kick it we're having a good time so later on that night probably midnight 1 1 a.m. We all decide to uh, head down to the boardwalk. I think it was Wildwood. And uh, we're just walking down the boardwalk, all of us completely hammered. Eventually, uh, it was about four or five of us. Eventually, it was just me, Simo, and, and another buddy of ours. Uh, all the rest of them kind of just either went their ways, you know, being drunk and either chasing girls or, or going and looking at those side shops that sell junk. Well, anyway. So me and Simo and this other guy, we're walking down the boardwalk. You know, Simo's telling me, you know, all the good times we're going to have in college, all this stuff. When uh, out of nowhere, a seagull uh, flies down and uh, lands about, I would say, five feet in front of Simo, in front of us. And um, Simo just stops. And uh, the seagull does that, like, kind of corner stare with, like, one eye, like that straight evil eye to Simo. I didn't think anything of it, so I just was trying to continue the conversation when... Simo just, you know, shushed me and said, do you see this? And I said, well, you know, it's a seagull. What's up, bro? And he said, no, no, this seagull is, is fucking with me. And I said, dude, it's a seagull. What are you talking about? He's like, no, no, you don't see this? He's totally fucking with me right now. So I'm like, all right. So Simo says, you know what? Hold this conversation. I'm going to go catch this son of a bitch. All right. So he goes and tries to chase this seagull. Look, the seagull could have just flown away, but... 
it was like gawking at Simo. I mean, like he was literally like hopping up a few feet, you know, ahead just to stay ahead of Simo, but he was not flying away. So, I mean, maybe he was fucking with him. Anyway, so this, the seagull then goes on top of the edge of the boardwalk. And I'm thinking, all right, the thing's going to fly away. You know, Simo will probably throw some curses at it and we'll just keep walking, going about our night. Not at all what happened. So, Simo uh, goes and then crouches down, like straight Ace Ventura style. I felt like it happened slow motion. I was literally in the middle of saying, like, no! He leaps for the thing. The seagull flies away, you know, like going on about its day. You know, couldn't care less that literally this this guy was jumping in, in midair to catch it. Well, Simo jumps off of the boardwalk. And I don't know if you know anything about Wildwood's boardwalk, but it's pretty far up. So I look down and it's just blackness. I, he literally just disappears. No idea where he went, no screams. I, I think he may may have died. And I'm like, dude, I just met this guy. You know, shit, now I gotta come up with new friends. I mean, I thought I had, you know, a leg in already going to college with some buddies of mine. Now, crap, what do I gotta do now? Now I gotta, you know, find a whole bunch of new friends, shit. Well, I go, I chase the, um, the other guys of mine. I'm like, dude, I think Simo died. He jumped off the boardwalk. Um, they couldn't care less. They're all hammered, you know, macking on chicks. One guy is checking out sunglasses in the middle of the night. Uh, I finally get one of our friends to go over there. We're yelling, Simo, Simo, nothing. Um, and out of nowhere, like, some, like, some people carry him up. And I think he broke, like, his ankles. and his, Like, he got seriously, like, jacked up. Um, it's not, it wasn't very funny then. But it's uh, absolutely hilarious now. Because it all happened because he chased a seagull. So, um, moral of the story is don't, don't chase uh, animals that can fly. Okay, oh. so you, <laughs> so I can see you guys were the coolest in college, huh? So cool that you brought a fucking sixteen-year-old dude to come party with you guys. Ah! <laughs> Lame. <laughs> By the way, I also love how he says that calling people stupid is like Simo's usual thing. You know what I mean? Like, what a jerk! What? That's that was. <laughs> I've never been one to, to control the things that come out of my mouth, and since then, I've been arrested so many times and I had so much court-ordered anger management that I think I've toned down quite a bit. Not by choice, but by um, the law. So, uh, I have to say, yes, that story So that's really why correct. you broke your feet? I never um, knew that it was so, a fucking bird. Uh, what? Okay, so, um, let's just backtrack a bit. The guy that was... <laughs> puking after eating watermelon um that was bitch tits oh and shocker. we we used to go to the dining hall and we would like show around incoming freshmen or, or show around like high school students we take them to dining hall and then we would like race eating plates of food with our face and like just do ridiculous things and just embarrass everyone so uh, i guess maybe he was just confused as to where he was at the moment but he was just like he thought he was at the student union <laughs> Hey, Fawlty, so come here and uh, check out the dining dude, hall. We're at a, it's like we're at a nice house in Avalon, New Jersey. Sir, get out, out of my this. house. Then, <laughs> so then he started like, I could see he's going to barf. And, I, and he was also my roommate at the time. So I was like, oh, uh, shit. So you know the like, cues. You know the I, roommate cues. I was like, I know it's coming. So I grabbed this really fancy bowl. So we were at um, my pledge master's aunt's house in Avalon, New Jersey. And I grabbed this really fancy bowl 
that I didn't know how fancy it was. I just grabbed the bowl and dumped everything out of it and put it underneath uh, bitch tits. He barfed at it and then um, my clutch master was like, not in that bowl. So then I dumped it over the balcony and I got all over someone. I think I got it all over Hella Master. It was just, everyone was upset because there was a lot of barf. Yeah, um, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's awful, dude. And Faulty walked into that. Faulty walked into us, you know, barfing in a bucket. And, and you uh, just making and it like 10 times worse. Like if you would have just stayed in the bucket. I was like, I'll help. help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, okay, so. Oh, God. Oh, God. That was the night that I discovered Zima. And I haven't had one since. But there was, <laughs> yeah, but, um, you know, they called me the gay one. This guy had a whole fridge full of Zima. And so I was like, I've never had this before. And then I had one. I was like, this tastes like orange soda. So I got Match. I was like, I can just drink these. They're like lollipops. So I just kept drinking and drinking. That was the hangover off that. Oh, well, I remember um, everything you said was correct. Um, I remember falling on sand and then like wiping the sand away and being like, oh shit, this is like a thin layer of sand on cement. That would, that would make sense as to why I'm in so much pain. So when, when these strangers carried me up, it was faulty. It was our, um, actually, his, his pleasure was Mulligan. Yes, Mulligan. Yes, yes. Um, uh, bitch tits and uh, my my uh, pledge master tampon. Mm-hmm. They all grabbed a limb and carried me back to the car, and I was like in and out of consciousness. I just kept shaking. I was in shock. I just kept shaking. So what happened was I shattered both my heels. Oh. So I woke up that the next morning. In bed, uh, they just kept feeding me booze and like Tylenol, and they were like, "What are we gonna do?" So, bitch, just drove my car home, uh, and then my mom drove him to his house and took me to the emergency room. So I went to the emergency room the next day, but to this day, my parents still don't know what happened. I told my parents that I was, um, I told my mom and dad that I was doing backflips in the ocean. That's the my, worst lie. And twisted my ankles. And my mom was like, you know, um, uh, they do say that wet sand has the same density as cement. So, yeah. And I was like, sure. And then I got kicked out of a play. I was, I got cast in my first play my sophomore year. And they were like, is, the play isn't like. Yeah, Peter Pan can't be in a fucking wheelchair, Seymour. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fly away. <laughs> the chair's clunking against the sacks. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was true. But I got to tell you, you know, Faulty was a lot of fun. And he came around with us occasionally because um, his two brothers were in the fraternity. Yes. And he was close to um, Tree, who uh, was also in the fraternity. And so, like, we, we've met him a couple times. Uh, but I think the first time I met him, I think, was at Avalon, New Jersey. The nights that I jumped off of a pier well i onto cement i knew that this story was a hundred percent true because uh you know he at one point he says that he ended up alone with you because all the other guys went off to chase girls and uh i can a hundred percent attest <laughs> that simo was definitely not chasing <laughs> girls you guys so uh he was yeah we went to wildwood to go pick up some chips <laughs> yeah i'm sure you were all over that dude uh, and then i then i chased a bird yeah, so tell me about this seagull, dude. What is your problem with seagulls? Point to the dolly. Where did the seagull touch you? Or was it just this seagull that had it in for you? What the fuck? 
I don't know. I think I was just so smashed out of my mind, and I and I you know I I'll, I I never just think to myself like I take a lot of shit and take a lot of heat from a lot of people, but I won't take it from this. <laughs> this little like two pound bird. This seagull's not, not gonna, gonna me push up. me around anymore, you guys. He's crying as he's doing it. <laughs> it's kind of like it's almost like Adam Sandler in um. Billy Madison yes, with, the, with, the, with penguin. the penguin. Yes. So maybe I had a, a, a Billy Madison God, moment. Penguin. That's hilarious. Okay. Well, oh. that was when Faulty met Simo, you guys. And that was a good one. That was a good one. And I actually let it play right now real quick. I have to pee so bad. I don't know why it just hit me. But keep it rolling. Okay, it's still rolling. The Frat Chat Podcast presents a bathroom break by the Frat Chat Podcast. Oh, God. Oh god, I feel good. Oh god. What a drink. I don't remember eating asparagus. Ah, oh, jeez. Ah, oh, Christ, come on. Come on. Don't do this now. Come on. Ah, oh, that's much better. Whew. That was awesome. That was a bathroom break brought to you by the Frat Chat Podcast. Came out of nowhere. Do you have a um do you have a UTI? <laughs> maybe maybe you've been having too much sex. Yeah, that's that's definitely what it is. You know me. The only thing that's new in your life is a new puppy. <laughs> and now I'm having tons of sex, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have one without the other. <laughs> that's, that's how I house train my dog. Stay out of my business. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, uh, wow. So that was when Faulty met Simo. Now I got another one for you. Okay. And uh, I, I guess this story was shortly after that because you were in a wheelchair after uh, breaking oh, your feet. So uh, this one is called Simo on the Lift. And uh, oh, let's, okay. uh, let's see what we got here. Timmy, play it out. Oh. So second story. Well, okay. Second story is actually piggybacks off the first one. First year of uh, my college career, um, me and Simo had um, classes in the same building. Obviously, he was a, a couple years ahead of me, so not the same class, but the same building. Uh, we decide, all right, we'll, we'll grab some lunch, go to class, you know. In this time, he's in a wheelchair, of course. You know, he literally just broke his, his ankles and his legs, you know, in the summer before. So, meanwhile, there are tons of people here, by the way, tons of people. I mean, it's like first month of college, you know, everyone's everywhere. You know, people are still going to, to class at this point in time. And um, in this building, the media center, there was a lift for a wheelchair, but uh, that's way too easy for Simo. And I, I know Simo, and he wanted to get a reaction out of people, as he always does, which uh, one of the things you love him for. And we're going towards this uh, the steps. I tell him, like, dude, there's a, a lift right here. He was like, no, 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 check this out. So um, I'm holding his, uh, his wheelchair, and he is straight army crawling up the staircase, holding on to the, uh, the railing. Uh, going up and uh, people are coming over like can I help you and 
you know, he's just ranting like, I'm a person too, like handicapped people can do things, like screaming at him, making these people feel like shit for asking <laughs> to help. Meanwhile, as soon as the person walks away, he just gives that huge Simo grin, you know, from ear to ear. And um, you know, <laughs> people were asking, like, can I help you? Can I pick you up? He was like, what do you think? I can't do this myself. It was, it was such a scene. And I remember thinking, I'm like, this guy is amazing. Like, I feel like, like I need to know this person for my entire life. Like, this guy is, uh, is awesome. All right, why would you do that? <laughs> why would you do okay. that? You were like the wheelchair well, guy from I, Scary Movie <laughs> 2. Like, that's what you were doing. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I know it. I may, I don't know which came first, me or that character from scary mary this is a scary movie too but but uh that's the guy was actually writing the movie in the library as it was going on he was like "Mm, (laughs) great idea (laughs) so let me just just say this i don't exactly remember what building this was but this does sound like something that i would do things that i did do so i um okay i was just so mortified being in a wheelchair my sophomore year because um our school was so hilly I didn't have the arm strength to get up the hill to go to any classes. Aww. So I um I would call the H van. But it was the service oh, <laughs> H van for handicap van. And uh, I would pull out like an hour before class because this guy was busy and, and he was so racist. I used to sit back and on this lift strapped up and listen to this guy say horrible things. <laughs> And, and super homophobic stuff. I was like, oh, my oh God. God. You talk about meetings about women. I was like, oh, my God. But I can't report them because you're sitting in a wheelchair. And <laughs> <laughs> you're not really so, in so I, uh, I would roll onto this, like, lift. And then, you know, he would drop me off to the, you know, uh, all these different buildings. But the the handicap accessible I guess entrance the wheelchair accessible entrances um, were always like on the opposite side of the you know the building I was trying to get to there's always just like one door with the ramp and like you know it was just it was it was so just infuriating coming from being so incredibly active to being so dependent on everyone so anyway just for my sake and my sanity i just had to make everything a joke so i put a horn on my wheelchair everyone called me hot wheels um i would drag like cans and things on a string behind my wheelchair to make noise everywhere i went i you know i try to have fun but the most fun was to climb out of my wheelchair and to drag it up the stairs with me. Or I would go to like Target and I would purposely slide off of it and then like squeal to have people help put me back into it. Oh my God. Um, you are that guy. I just thought it was so funny. So you're yeah, essentially like, you're, you're like one of those like fake insurance scams people minus the suing of the store. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've slipped and fallen. There was no wet floor sign here. I will sue now. But I was I was always saying like I can do it. I'm handy capable. I can do it. I can do it myself. And then people would call me handicapped. I'm like, that's not PC. I'm a person with a disability. Thank you. <laughs> so I wonder I wonder what happened to this bus driver. You know, did anybody did anybody ever stand up to the guy? Or if he's still there, he probably got tenure now and I can say whatever. Oh, he wants. <laughs> Who knows? 
But I have to say that there's a select few, and Faulty was one of the select few who was like so good to me in a wheelchair because so many people were like embarrassed about it. They did not want to be anywhere near me in a wheelchair. So I had to give it up to, you know, Faulty and um, Gay Aiken. His pledge name was Gay Aiken. He was probably like my number one uh, <laughs> means to eating. If I didn't have someone to push me to the, to the, um, dining hall then I didn't eat dinner because the handicap van only took me to classes it wouldn't take me to like the hall for you know to eat dinner well the guy uh, he had to but he just like hated gay so much he's like you were not eating gay boy <laughs> <laughs> and Simo couldn't stand up to him you know it's, it's it's very hard to stand up to someone but you can't even stand up yourself correct that down, you that's true write that down um, <laughs> now here is uh my question, I don't know why the brothers would have been ashamed to carry around with a wheelchair. I think I would have used that to get brownie points with girls. Are you serious? I would have I would have taken you everywhere. Some dude. did. Yeah, like that's like the smart thing. Some did, and I was like a great icebreaker. I would like roll up on Yeah, look, <laughs> it's my crippled friend. And then, you, and then you when you get annoying, you just push you off in the chair like Whoa! <laughs> They would be sitting on my lap taking pictures and stuff. And so some of them really like cashed in, you know. Yeah. I got a beach in my wheelchair now. It's like, wow, like I've really made it in life. Wow, Faulty's um, a really great I, friend. <laughs> oh yeah, see. <laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> but but I think that um uh you know a lot of a, a lot of fraternity brothers just embarrassed to um be associated with any particular marginalized group. And so the same ones that are really weird about me being in a wheelchair with the same ones who are weird about me coming out of the closet. They were like, I don't want to be associated with this. I don't want to be associated with anything that's different. I would like to see Simo in a wheelchair just because I would, you know, they say there's two sides to this to every story. And I would like to know if Simo is really annoying because something, something tells me he might be like really annoying. Guys, I really have to pee again. You just <laughs> went. But I had a lot of snapples, and I really have to go again. Come on, I can't just hold it for ten minutes. We're almost home. But no, I really have to go. Okay. <laughs> so in those situations, I would just get out of my wheelchair, and my mom <laughs> bought me knee pads, and I would just crawl around everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and now I use knee pads for other things. Yeah, I was you gonna know. say those come in really handy today. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> you were new. Thanks, Mama Mo. The gift that keeps on giving, but, literally. But you know, I thought the girls would be like banging on the bathroom door, like, "What's taking so long?" And then when I open the door, they <laughs> look down and see me on my hands and knees. They were like, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I can't walk, guys. <laughs> you, sh- uh, you should have pretended like you were, you know, like. And this is really awful, by the way. But if you pretended that you couldn't move from the neck down, you just put a straw in your mouth, and you somehow figured out a way to just roll forward, like start blowing forward. Uh-huh. Like I can't move. Okay, That's- <laughs> that feels so bad. <laughs> so one of my most prized possessions is our Hellmaster. Uh, he. Stole a handicapped parking sign and got all the brothers to sign it. And then he taped toilet paper on the back of it. And that's like my most prized possession in my entire life. That means like the world to me. That's nice. And I know it's so stupid. When my mom moved to, my mom dad moved and I was like, I don't really care. Throw away 
everything of mine. I don't care. But I but you cannot throw away my handicap parking sign. Well, that's, that's nice. That's so important to me. That's nice. <laughs> See, guys, it's proved that Sima had like three friends. It's a very small sign. So I had three friends. It definitely couldn't fit yeah. that many brothers' signatures in there. I, I can attest to this. <laughs> so <laughs> Correct. And Faulty has a really long name, so it probably was actually just him. <laughs> 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 His last name is like 19 syllables, you guys. Like, as a guy, I have eight names. So for me to say that, it's a lot. Well, you know, it's Greek. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All Greek last names are long. They're super long. They're super long. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. It's other wieners. Not those not, but the last names are very long. And the Greeks have great hair, too. I, I do... I do think, uh, I don't know, that's a, that's a Greek gene. I do know they take the profession very seriously in Greece to the point where they actually even let them retire uh, around age 40 up to a few years ago, if I remember correctly. It's a fun fact I learned. Uh, seems, I mean, it's awesome, great if you, you know, that's your profession, but it seems like it's an early to allow, uh, you know, hairdressers to retire with a government pension. <laughs> but, you know, that's why they all look great. They all have great hair. So enjoy Greece. Uh, but anyways, we got one more story here for you. One more. Okay. And, uh, this one... I can imagine. Yeah, so we're gonna, we're gonna save uh, this sweet one for last. And, uh, I guess this one is called Sibo versus the alleged, uh, mugger. And, uh, it takes place in Fells Point. Uh-oh. And, uh, you know, let's, let's, let's see. Let's see what we got for you. Roll it, Timmy! The third story, also one of my favorites. Um, so, in college, we go to uh, Fells Point. If anyone doesn't know about where Fells Point is, it's kind of like a bar scene down near the harbor of uh, Baltimore City. So, every year, we would take a bus, so all of us, you know, we're all shit-faced. We all go down to uh, a bar down there. We call it, like, Crush Party. And um, we're all, again, hammered at this point. Uh, we get down there, and a lot of these places, they only take cash, of course, you know, scams, but anyway. Um, so, I tell Seema, I live in Baltimore City, and I was like, dude, I know it's an ATM around the corner. I was hammered at this time, so he literally had to, like, keep me up on my feet, or I would have passed out. Um, so, he leans me up against a wall, and walks across the street to the ATM. That's, like, you know, in front of this bank. Um, I just see this, like, random guy, you know, walking over to him. And uh, out of nowhere, I see Simo scream, like a, a huge, like, ah, scream. Pokes the guy's, the guy in the eyes with his fingers, like, straight, like, um, Three Stooges style, like, pop. And then runs across the street. And uh, just, just the, the only thing coming out of his mouth is, run, like that. And I'm pretty sure the guy may, I mean, he's, Simo told me later it was a guy that wanted, like, to mug him or something like that. Almost positive it was just a homeless dude. Uh, but that was probably the, the one of the other hilarious stories from Simo. Um, so many more I have, but uh, yeah, that's I would say that's probably my top three. Uh, but God, there are so many more uh, for another time. Peace. Okay, okay, okay. So, <laughs> so be honest. Did someone really try to mug you, or were you just like scared of the homeless? Like that's what I that's what I want to know. No, no, he really did. <laughs> He swung at me. He took a swing? He actually tried to swing at you? He swung at... This guy swung at yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Tell me from your point of view. Because he all we got from Faulty is that you were just running away from a hobo. That legend. So, <laughs> so what, what happened from your point of view here? Okay, so I'm getting money out of the ATM. And then I turn around 
this guy pushed me. Oh. He told me to give him my wallet. And I just got out so much cash. And I was like, no. And then he was like, give it to me. And I was like, no. And then he swung at me. And I caught his arm. And I kneed him in the gut. And so he like crouched down a little bit. And then I grabbed the back of his head with one hand and I shoved my finger with my other hand into his eye. Oh, shit. I thought you were going to say his butt for a second and that, I mean, <laughs> I put it in. Well, that's what I was aiming for. Yeah, he, I was like, moved. I'm going to teach you a lesson. You just, <laughs> just I was aiming for his booty hole, but I got his eye. No, I, I like, I put my finger in his eye. Oh my And God, I dude, held it in as brutal. long as I could and I, and I, and I, and I that was, that was the scream you heard. I went, ah! Oh my <laughs> god, dude. That's fucking insane. Simo's a killer, you guys. Uh, don't mug Simo. Wrote yourself. But I thought to myself, like, I don't know if this guy's got anything. Like, I'm not playing any games. Like, you know, I, I think, I don't know. I, uh, could I have handled that differently? Totally. But I mean, I've I been don't there really too, dude. feel yeah, bad. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't feel bad because he, he, he tried to take my wallet. No, totally. to, was, I, I thought he was going to beat me up. He probably would have. Yeah, he absolutely um, would. He got opportunity. He swung at you, so and it's self-defense at that point. And you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I had someone try to bug me too, and it was and it was a short altercation. I'm lucky he didn't have a gun. That's the one thing where it's like, if they would have had a gun yeah. or a knife, you definitely would not be here today. But with that being said, they didn't. So, fuck that. People, I mean, people should learn. But Don't be going out mugging. I was, I was backed against the wall. I was literally back against the wall with him pushing and trying to hit me. But let me tell you, don't get it twisted. I can fight. You'd be surprised. And um, uh, then I ran across the street. I was like, Faulty, did you see that? And he was asleep against the wall. Oh, of course. That sounds, that sounds just like him. So, yes, Faulty. Uh, I, I remember a time where – actually, I referenced – this this story during a previous episode of the season of the brother that uh, kicked down our door because we weren't home was him. It was faulty, you guys. And the reason that we <laughs> found out that it was faulty wasn't even because of anything other than he stayed in our apartment after kicking down our front door because he kicked it so hard that he hurt his ankle. So he was sitting there on our couch like rubbing his ankle and he, I guess he was so drunk that he didn't put two and two together that probably a dumbass idea to stay in the apartment whose door you just kicked and then when my my roommates got home and they looked at him he like told them like a sob story about his ankle like i almost expected them to like pity him like oh dude is your ankle okay like oh i heard it kicking down your door you guys it's like what like, are you fucking serious who does that who literally does that but yeah he was very blacked out and uh sitting in his in his passed out faulty uh look Ah, uh, so yes, yes, I, I know that. I know that look quite well. <laughs> you know, I gotta admit, when I moved from Maryland to Chicago, I was the most sad to tell Faulty that I was moving because I would have so much fun hanging out with him and drinking that I don't know if I ever like ever like actually told him. <laughs> I think I just moved and then tell me about it because I was like, I don't want to have an uncomfortable conversation. But I just never I, spoke um, to him again. <laughs> uh, no, you know, I because I, I moved and I came back for the holiday and everyone's like, where you been? And I was like, oh, I live in Chicago now. And they're like, what? Oh, wow. Faulty was just so much fun and just always down to get smashed and get in trouble. And I was like, yeah, why not? Um, one time he drank so much that he just went nutso and he knocked over the refrigerator. He just like 
pulled it out from the wall and he threw it on the ground. And then he ran off and had to call one of his brothers and be like, hey, your little brother ran off again and I can't find him. You know. <laughs> oh, and you owe me a new fridge, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I've destroyed my fair share of furniture and walls in my day, but it was my own stuff. And my roommates and I, we had a very specific rule. We would just destroy our own shit. Whatever we did to our own stuff, we didn't give a fuck. But yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, that sounds like a total faulty move. I feel like we, we always broke stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was a common Oh, you know what else? One time I drove, I think I drove for miles. And then I got I got to the house and I was like, my car's making these weird noises. And I went to go hang out with, with Faulty and I think a few other guys. And Faulty came out and was like, you have a flat tire. Like your hubcap is like ruined. And I was like, huh, really? I never knew that. So um, he actually helped me change my tire. So he taught me how to change a tire. He probably was the one that destroyed your fucking tire to begin with the night before. <laughs> and then he remembered while you were driving. He's like, oh, shit. How do I tell him without telling him, you guys? I, <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> I guess we'll have to we'll have, we'll have to have him on. Uh, put him in the hot seat, too. Because I got some questions for him. I want to know... If he got kicked out of the fraternity or not, because I heard rumors that he hit somebody and then he was brought up on charges. I don't think he got kicked out of the fraternity, but the fraternity did get kicked out of school, so it doesn't really matter, does it? Ah! <laughs> Suckers! And, uh, you know, do, do anything else you want to add on to Mr. Faulty? You know, I think uh, from what I know from social media, it seems like he's got a beautiful family. He's doing well. Yeah. He's doing, I think, real estate, right? So yeah. go ahead, man. Yeah. Good job. It looks like you don't. Good job. Good job. A little less fun, but good job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing, dude. It's a good thing. <laughs> so on that note, make sure you give us a follow on all social channels at Frat Chat Podcast. That's on Instagram. That's on Twitter. That's on Facebook. And give me a follow at Carlos Does the World on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, and at Carlos Does World on Twitter. And of course, make sure you give our good buddy Simo over there a follow at Seymour Comedy on the Twitter machine and at Chris.Moore.Comedy on Instagram. And last but not least, Check out our amazing sponsor, The Moon Life Clothing. Check them out at themoonlife.com or check them out on Instagram at themoonlifeclothing. Woo! Like me on dates? That was a mouthful, you guys. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and don't forget to check out Carlos's OnlyFans. Yes, yes. Coming your way soon. Simo's uh, helping me out with it, you guys. And I uh, really need the money. So check it out. Yeah, if you thought the green mile was sad. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Check out the brown hole. It will be great, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, get us out of here, Mr. Mo. A motion to adjourn this meeting. And a second. Okie dokie. Ciao, guys. We'll be back next week. Peace. See ya.